Welcome to Soul Work Sessions. I'm Brittany Gray, owner of Soul Work Therapy Center. If you're wanting to hear real conversations surrounding mental health and wellness, you're in the right place. And that also means you might be ready to do the soul work. Expect to be encouraged, motivated, and challenged during our conversation today. Stick around to learn practical tips and coping skills to help you live your healthiest life. Your soul work session starts now. Before we dive into today's topic, let's first define what soul work is and your assigned soul work for this session. Soul work is a guided, introspective look at ourselves. It's the work that we do to improve our overall well being. It's essential to who we are and who we will become. Soul work is everything. Your soul work for this session is to slow down, breathe deep, and listen to what your body is communicating to you. I don't think people recognize how much their body communicates to them on a daily basis. And that I really don't think people are fully aware of the constant signals and sensations and emotions that are traveling throughout their body at any given time and any given day. And to be quite honest, we as humans are so out of touch with our bodies, we often spend the majority of our time distracting, numbing, and or avoiding what we feel. And I think it's time for us to start having the conversation and to build our self-awareness. I think it's time for us to pause and reflect on what's actually going on internally. Our guest for today's session is fellow healthcare professional, Regina Hill. Hello, everyone. Shout out to y'all for tuning in to this podcast. You're definitely going to get some healing from it and gain so much through this platform. My name is Regina Hill. I'm a NICU slash PICU nurse. Regina is one of my best friends. We go way back. She is a healthcare professional that has been working with one particular population for several years. So I worked strictly in the NICU for like about five years, and then I switched over to PICU about a year and a half ago. Um, And now I kind of do both. I do mainly PICU, but I still do NICU. Um, I absolutely love children, if you can't tell, by the units that I work on. NICU stands for the Neonatal Intensive Care Unit. This unit specializes in the care of ill or premature newborn infants. And PICU stands for the Pediatric Intensive Care Unit, where children get intensive nursing care and close monitoring of things like their heart rate, breathing, and blood pressure. Regina is also a successful entrepreneur. And I've been working on something that is very near and dear to my heart that I know is going to bless a lot of kids. So just had to throw out my shameless plug there um, and can't wait for y'all to see it. And y'all stay tuned in for that. If you know Regina, then it takes you by no surprise that she works with children. 
and that she's really amazing at what she does. She's literally the kindest person you'll ever meet. And no, I'm not just saying that. She really is. Let's break up our soul work into two parts. Part one, slow down. When we are constantly on the go, speeding to the next appointment and rushing to one activity after another, our pace of life can become somewhat unhealthy and unsustainable. Grind culture has fooled us to believe that we are only productive if we are filling up our schedules and remaining busy. One of the best ways to just slow down and be still enough to be in tune with our body is practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness, whether it's meditation or just taking a few deep breaths, helps you focus your attention on things happening in the moment. If you are able, go ahead and just close your eyes. I want you to breathe in through your nose for three, and then out through your mouth for three. Let's do that again, okay? Breathe in through your nose for three, out through your mouth for three. Think of a balloon in your chest. Think of expanding that balloon when you inhale and on the exhale, releasing the balloon as it deflates all of the air. Let's try that one more time. This time, we're gonna hold our breath once we inhale. Inhale for three, hold it, let that go for three. This is a simple, simple skill that I teach my clients in session. And it's the three by three by three. You breathe in for three, hold for three, out for three. My hope is that everyone was able to join us for this quick deep breathing exercise. Deep breathing is one of the most slept on and yet highly effective coping skills ever. I plan on doing a separate episode on this topic because it's that important. And I'm going to make it my personal mission to make sure that everyone who doesn't already know learns the benefits of deep breathing and how much it truly helps us regulate our nervous system. I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. My nerves were like nerves of steel. I got tongue-tied. It felt like I was on pins and needles. I don't think people recognize how much their body communicates to them. And I also don't think a lot of people are aware of the constant signals and sensations that are traveling through them on a daily basis. So just what is a sensation? A sensation is a physical feeling in the body. Examples of sensations include the following words. Throbbing, pounding, 
fluttery, wobbly, dizzy, spacey, tense, tight, clenched, hot, sweaty, or even dull, dense, disconnected, blocked, heavy. But to be quite honest, we as humans are so out of touch with our bodies. We often spend the majority of our time distracting, numbing, and or avoiding what we really feel. But I think it's time for us to start having the conversation and build our self-awareness. I think it's time for us to pause and reflect on what's actually going on internally. It's our brain that makes meaning out of everything. And it's also our brain that runs the show and calls all the shots. However, it's our body that is responsible for our survival. Our body's main priority is to keep us alive and safe. And so you might be wondering, well, how does it do that? Very good question. Our body keeps us safe by activating our stress response system, also known as the fight or flight response. Our body alerts our brain, our controlling brain, on the perceived danger and our threat. This is our body's language, y'all. As someone who experiences generalized anxiety, I was making my anxiety worse by ignoring my body's messages. I wasn't listening. I had no clue. I didn't have the language to articulate it either. Side note, I'm going to do a separate episode on anxiety, but for today's session, I'll quickly cover the basics. Anxiety is our natural alarm system. Everyone has it and everyone needs it. The system lets us know that something may or may not be wrong. Once I learned that a lot of my anxiety symptoms manifested within my body, I was able to really take charge and reclaim my time. While the physical symptoms of anxiety are designed to protect us, they also have their downsides. If we don't pay close attention to the language we use to describe our experiences, we could totally miss the mark. Y'all, language matters. And if we don't know the language our body speaks, we will be quick to dismiss, ignore, and invalidate our internal experiences. The mind and body connection is one of the most intimately intertwined connections ever. It definitely gives off main character energy for sure. And if we don't strengthen this connection by recognizing its language, then our overall well-being and quality of life will be significantly impacted. But our bodies don't communicate to us only when we're in danger. Regina explains how her body talks to her through small hints. Um, with me being a nurse and working night shift for almost about seven years now, um, really starting to take a toll on my, on my body at times. And I had to really just start being more attentive and really listening to my body and what it's actually telling me. Um, so 
the way my body communicates with me is it gives me little hints over time, like just little hints here and there to let me know like, hey, maybe you need to like slow down or rest or whatever. And then eventually if I don't listen, it's just like, bam, I'm out of there. The brain and body are connected through neural pathways made up of neurotransmitters, hormones, and chemicals. These pathways transmit signals between the body and the brain to control our everyday functions, from breathing, digestion, and pain sensations, to movement, thinking, and feeling. What did you start to notice first when you became more self-aware of the sensations within your body? Um, so it's just like little hints of things that I notice, like I'm a little bit more impatient or moody or snappy or just like not in the mood and pleasant. Um, for instance, I did, I was doing this um, and I had gotten sick not too long ago because I wasn't getting enough rest. Rachel Goldman, a psychologist and clinical assistant professor at the NYU School of Medicine states, when people don't have a routine or structure to their day, it can cause increased stress and anxiety. What are some changes that you've done to help that you would like to share with our listeners today? And so like what I try to do now is to actually listen to what my body is telling me for one. Um, So I just made a very specific schedule for myself and it's from Sunday to Sunday. And I have it like hour to hour, like what I'm going to be doing um, just so that way for me, I'm more organized as far as my body goes. It's telling me like, hey, you need more rest or hey, you need this or need that. So I incorporate the things that I need into my schedule and make sure that I'm still getting being efficient and getting work done. But I'm also honoring my body and getting rest and being able to be the best me. Part two of our soul work, breathe deep and listen. This time when we exhale, I want you to drop your shoulders and you breathe out. Try it with me. If you are able, go ahead and just close your eyes. I want you to breathe in through your nose for three, and then out through your mouth for three. Let's do that again, okay? Breathe in through your nose for three, out through your mouth for three. When our body demands our attention through sickness and chronic fatigue, we can engage in deep breathing exercises as a practical way to restore and rejuvenate our mind and body back together again. Do you have a routine or system that you do that helps you feel calm and relaxed? Um, Whenever I wake up the first 20 minutes, 
Um, your body is in the most impressionable state. Your subconscious mind is still going on. So I try to, that first 20 minutes um, of my day, I try to listen to something motivational or listen to affirmations or things like that. Because even if my body is telling me like, oh, you need a little bit more sleep or, oh, you know, you're not feeling up to it or, oh, you're having a great day. Um, I still listen to certain things within that first 20 minutes to just kind of counteract um, if I'm not having a good day or just add value to how I'm feeling that day. Anyone can learn to communicate better. And a great place to start is with your own internal communication. When the internal signals you receive from your body match your values and the actions you take, you will likely feel calm, peaceful, and aligned. I also listen to like positive things that my body likes. So right now I'm in LA and so I absolutely love water, love the beach. Like it gives me so much peace and I just always feel so rejuvenated afterwards. So I made it um, a thing to, if I'm off, I'll go to the beach every Sunday or if I'm working or whatever, I'll make sure that I go to the beach at least once a week if I can. And I'll just go out there, just chill, relax, just look at the waves, just watch the sunset, or I may bring something with me that I'm working on or I might read a book or whatever. Um, but I know that that rejuvenates me and I'm listening to my body and I know that my, that makes me happy and that makes me feel good and makes me feel at peace. So something that's something that I'll do. But what happens when we misinterpret our body signals and something is still not right? What do we do then? It just depends kind of on what's going on with your body. I can't really give a specific answer. Um, but if it's something that's abnormal um, and you just feel like something isn't right or you've done X, Y, and Z and nothing is working, I would say seek, you know, get an appointment, call your um, physician and set up appointment for you to go see them. If it's something super emergent, like, you know, you can't breathe or you fainted or whatever, like, you know, go to the emergency room. Y'all, if we notice something is off after we've listened and checked in with ourselves, I don't think it's wise to continue business as usual. We might need to schedule that appointment and we might need to slow down a bit, or we might also need to take a couple of mental health days. We carry a lot in our bodies, including stress. And a break to reset is often most needed and helpful. A mental health day is a day meant to help reduce stress and burnout. It can provide a pause to come back with more energy, less stress, and a renewed spirit. What else would you say to someone who may need to seek medical attention? Well, first, I just want to make a disclaimer. Um, please don't take this as like concrete medical advice. I'm not a physician. Um, if you really, truly have questions and concerns about anything that's going on, definitely talk to your physician first. Um, and on the mental health side, I would say, you know, if you're feeling really depressed, you're feeling sad, you can't get out of bed, you're not doing 
the normal things that you do um, day to day. Um, if you're not feeling like getting up and going to work, talking to friends, if you're feeling suicidal, you know, contact your therapist if you have one or um, contact like one of the emergency crisis um, phone numbers. And I'm sure Brittany has them if anybody needs them. If you or someone you know are faced with a mental health crisis, please call crisis hotlines or the local mental health behavioral hospitals located within your county. If you are listening from out of the state and out of the country, please feel free to Google your local mental health behavioral hospitals. Casey Seidenberg from the Albuquerque Journal states, I want all of my children to listen to their bodies, whether it is telling them how hungry or full they are, how safe a situation is, or what the right or wrong thing to do is. Their gut cues are more important, and I don't want to confuse them. Steidenberg states in her article, so when my daughter tells me she's listening to her body, even if it's a ploy to get out of eating dinner, I am going to respect it. The better children understand their bodies, the healthier they are going to be. Many adults are only now learning to listen to their internal cues. I do know that um, God made us very complex creatures in the way our body reacts to certain things and the way it talks to us is for a reason. Um, and so I would just encourage everyone to really just start paying attention and just really noticing um, the things that, you know, are hurting you and helping you or whatever the case may be, but just really pay attention to your body because those things are there for a reason. It's never too late to build self-awareness and learn the language your body speaks. Everyone, don't forget to do your soul work. Gina, do you have any last minute recommendations or advice that you want to share with everyone? But my recommendation and encouragement would be more on the preventative side, like I mentioned. Um, and if there's certain things that you notice about your body and you're like, um, this is this is happening, but I don't really know like how to fix it. Ask your physician, ask your therapist, you know, that's what they're there for. Reach out to them and really see how you can incorporate certain things to help you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Soulwork Sessions. Don't forget to join our community at soulworktherapycenter.com. To stay connected, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at soulworktherapy. If you have feedback on today's episode, email us at soulworksessions at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I'm Brittany Gray, wishing you all the best on your journey towards healing. Take good care of yourself. Okay, before I go, I'm pretty sure some of y'all have already forgotten your soul work, and that's okay. That's okay. There's grace for you right now. It's our first session. You're just getting used to how this goes, so I get it. But before you leave, I want you to go on our website, soulworktherapycenter.com. On the website, if you click the tab resources, 
you will find a button that should say show notes. In those show notes, I will have your soul work for this episode along with additional links and resources that supplement this episode, okay? Your soul work for this session is to slow down, breathe deep, and listen to what your body is communicating to you. All right, take good care of yourself, friends.